Hey friends, it's yeah boy, Joey G. Welcome to another episode of Alone Together Talking. Happy Wednesday, or if you're listening to this literally any other day, happy that day as well. I hope you're doing okay, or at least as okay as you could be doing during this very odd time in history. Normally on this show, I do a check-in. I do a short meditation. I tell a story that parallels the fears and battles with anxiety and mental health and how we could all pave a way towards a path of healing and understanding. The most important thing that I try to convey each week is that this is a battle that you do not have to face alone. There are many out there like you who deal with the similar obstacles that get in their way. I tell you all this because today's episode is going to be different. I don't have a story prepared. I don't have a meditation prepared. I don't even have a script prepared, which is very unnatural for me. But I just wanted to sit and talk to you about what the fuck is going on. And... To talk to you about it from my perspective, or at least my perspective from the last week of events. And hopefully my recalling of these events for the short time that I have you can at least distract you or provide some type of exciting antidote towards however you're dealing with this current quarantine, this current pandemic, this current national world emergency. Um, Last Wednesday... Uh, I was preparing to take a trip back to Vegas to cover an event for work. I had talked on the very first episode of this pod uh, about the job that I have, the job that I love that supports me while I continue my pursuit and path of performing and acting. And it's been the perfect balance because as much as I love being able to do this job, it affords me the time and the availability to focus on the things that I actually like to focus on. And both of those have paid off. So last Wednesday, I was heading to Vegas to cover an event, a pay-per-view event. I was really pumped because I was about to interview several wrestling talents that I was very excited not only to interview, but just as a fan to meet. Um, I do get an extended day rate when I take these types of trips, but honestly, it's not the money that I lost out on that upsets me. It's the fact that I didn't get to meet these very talented men and women of this promotion. Um, drove to Vegas, which is where the show is taking place. It was going to be a two-night event, two totally separate pay-per-views, uh, with a variety of different matches and performers on the card. Uh, the moment I arrived in Vegas, even though I had already talked to their PR guy and had already received a press release from the company saying that the show would go on, despite the fact that the NBA had shut down and the NHL had shut down, I opened the car door after my four-hour drive and received the email that the events, in fact, were canceled. Not a big deal. My family's in Vegas. My wife had come with me because she had to already be there for something for her work, so it wasn't a completely wasted trip, and I got to spend some quality time with the rents as they continuously watch the news and watch this thing unfold. And... Honestly, we're not sure how to react because they've never dealt with anything like this. And these are two people that 
lived through numerous world events even prior to anyone in my age group. And this is honestly something they weren't even able to put their finger on or to determine what's going on. Since that show got canceled, uh, I have been able to keep my regular job, which has always been work at home anyway, Uh, continuously cycling through the news of all pro wrestling related events uh, amongst not only the United States, but uh, Europe, Japan, uh, countries all over the world that continue to run this, this beautiful, beautiful theater of combat fake reality. Uh, a few weeks ago, I, for the site or this one of the sites that I worked for, uh, put out a report because Japan had put a halt on all of their promotions events uh, for the next three weeks. So I could kind of foresee, well, these are the type of steps that the American promotions will have to take if it gets that bad. And indeed, since last Wednesday, six to seven major promotions have had to halt production. Uh, the big ones, the WWE, the AEW, a newer promotion, but still a uh, number two ranked company in the world, continue to run shows, empty arena shows, without fans, but at least they're providing new live content every week to sort of, again, distract us in this uh, very peculiar time, uh, which is, you know, admirable that they're putting themselves, even though it's low risk, at risk, to entertain us. Uh, Unfortunately, not all of them have the bankroll and the uh, affordability to keep talents around that those two big companies do. Uh, Many promotions have shut down, possibly forever. Many events uh, have, including weekend-long events, have been halted or postponed. And regardless of all of these things happening... You know, our news cycle, the wrestling news cycle, that is, continues to go on. And it makes me feel good to know, especially when it's not a COVID-19 related story, that people are still coming to the site to distract themselves and read a little bit about that type of content. I even talked to my boss and said, hey, I will try and focus on content, interviews, podcast recaps, show coverages, even if they're retro shows, to put online because... I think the last thing wrestling fans want to see when they come to our sites is more news about the real world, even though that the real world news has heavily affected this industry. A lot of wrestlers, independent, even professional, have lost out on a lot of work. Some of these guys plan their whole year ahead based on the coming months. Uh, When WrestleMania runs a show, it's not just WWE running WrestleMania. It's anywhere from 15 to 20 smaller promotions running shows in the area because they know that there's a large fan base. You could almost refer to it as a uh, Comic-Con of wrestling fans, especially since the international travel from all around the world is huge at that time. So these are companies, these are guys that bankroll their entire year, their entire finances on this one particular week, and that's just not happening. Now, to provide some light with this, there's a lot of fans, a lot of wrestlers, uh, a lot of journalists like me, a lot of people in the industry that are trying to keep a roof over these guys' heads. Fans are still buying merchandise. Fans that can still buy merchandise are buying merchandise. Companies, like I said, are still putting on 
these empty arena shows uh, across the world. It's not just in America that they're doing that. And you're even seeing wrestlers promote other guys' work, which sometimes could be considered taboo because it's always supposed to be, oh, you focus on your league and your league only. But that hasn't been the case. There's been more support I've seen in the wrestling industry and amongst the wrestling fan base in the last week than you'd ever seen before. Like most fan bases, especially hardcore fan bases, there's a lot of toxic or toxicity in their environments. And that's still there. Unfortunately, we cannot uh, get rid of the Twitter trolls or the ignorant, xenophobic, racist, transphobic commenters on sites. But honestly, their shouting into the void is so much less noticeable because the amount of love and support that's been going on overwhelms that to an extent that's honestly hard for me to even verbalize. One of my favorite wrestlers uh, a of Middle Eastern descent, Mustafa Ali, wrestles for the WWE and comes from a city that's very close to me, Chicago. Used to be a Chicago cop. Shared an independent event that was going on in Chicago. The event was going to be an empty arena show. And they asked fans that watched to possibly PayPal, if they could. They're not asking for people to donate money that they don't have. To the wrestlers to put on this show. And he said that he would happily cover the pay for all of the performers on the first night. Because it was a company he came up in before WWE because it's a Chicago-based company and because he is always very, very dedicated to his roots. Now, that story, unfortunately, has a sad ending because WWE released a cease and desist due to the show title of that promotion. So that ended up being pulled. But seeing him come together and seeing the community of people continue to still give money at a time where it seems like no one should be giving money to anything except for groceries and food. Again, is one of those things that makes waiting this thing out worth it. Because you're going to see the real leaders who are fighting for this thing, not just for themselves, but for the people around them. And I think if there's one lesson we can learn or that I could sort of convey, it's that in a time where we as a nation have been more divided than ever, it's going to be hard. But I think there's a way we can find time for reconciliation and we could find time to support each other. And I've already seen it online. I've seen it on social media, not just in my world of pro wrestling, but in my world of my friends, my theater friends, my movie friends, my music friends, my dancer friends, friends going online, offering art for people who think they, they need it, uh, support for people, offering to Venmo people. It's truly a joy. It gives you that euphoric feeling that we are literally not alone in this situation. The whole world is dealing with this thing. And I hope that while you're out there dealing with this thing, you're able to take time to focus on you. I know it's hard. Finances are tough. Traveling is tough. Keeping tabs on your loved ones, friends, parents who are 
unfortunately, in that age range of the most vulnerable to this virus. But there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I hope in that time, until we get to that light, you remember that yeah. I care about you. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you yeah. care about yeah. you too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.